episode eight of Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blog cast. The way I've been working this out is that I do a little chitty chat here at the beginning, then I read you um, a blog entry from my blog, Songs for the Struggling Artist, and then sometimes I give you a little chitty chat at the end too, if I'm feeling it. We'll see what happens today. Um, but I was thinking I should probably explain why my blog is called Songs for the Struggling Artist. Um, I started it, I started the blog in 2008, I think. Um, and originally, like, it really was my idea to post a song with every blog entry. Uh, I was trying to figure out how to deal with the idea of self-promotion. Um, I still haven't solved that. I don't think anyone, well, I'm sure many people actually have solved it. I, I have not. I'm an introvert and self-promotion doesn't make any sense to me. But I was experimenting with the blog um, and my idea was that I would post a song along with um, some talking, not talking, some writing. So, um, yeah, so, so there was actually a song attached to every blog when I first got started because I thought, oh, this will be a great way to, like, help plug my Reverb Nation page, which I still have, by the way, in case that's of interest to you. Um, I do have a, a Reverb Nation page. It's called Under Emily's Experiments, and I think you can download some stuff, but you can definitely listen to all kinds of music. At the time, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to lean into this singer-songwriter part of my identity. Um, but it's quite a few years later, and I, and I have actually leaned away from that part of my identity. Um, I still got it in me, and I still occasionally will write songs for babies, especially. Um, when my friends have had babies, I have been writing the occasional lullaby. Um, so, yeah, so it's funny that the blog is, has been more successful than the idea of the songs, but the title remains. And I figure songs can be metaphoric as well as literal. <laughs> so anyway, that's the backstory of the blog. And the blog has been going, you know, for a little while now and has certainly had more success than anything else I've ever done. Um, we're currently coming up on 27,000 views, um, which like, that's, yeah, that's a lot of people or views. Maybe it's just like one person viewing it 27,000 times. I don't think that's the case. In fact, I know it is not the case, but it would be funny if someone just said, click, 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 click. But I know that that's not in fact the case. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of wild. Um, you never know. Your artist's life can take you in many directions. So I'm going to read to you a blog that I was actually going to skip. I was just going to, it's like a little more personal than a lot of the ones that I usually do. Usually I'm all about the artist issues or the feminist issues or the kind of those two things generally. Um, and this one ended up being a little more personal. I didn't post it for like a year on the blog and I was going to just skip it on the blogcast. 
but then a friend of mine from college like commented on it on the blog and it was really sweet and I thought yeah why not I'll record it for you and if you like it you'll listen and if you aren't interested then you can pause and go listen to some delightful music I will say though that given all of uh, this talk about the origins of the blog that I have decided to um, include a song at the end so um, this the songs for the struggling artist blogcast is going to come back around and actually include some of the initial impulse of the creation of the blog which is also funny because I have actually been using little clips of songs uh, of mine throughout um, so I think I may come back to adding a little bit of music as as we go and I've been already sneaking it in so here you go anyway this blog is called thank you for your smile at the bakery the clerk said thank you for your smile it's refreshing and I thanked him for his because his was too in my teens and 20s I was thanked for my smile very often and just as often derided for it as in what do you have to smile about? I hadn't been smiling quite so much in the last 10 years. I'm a smiler, generally, but I think the wattage of those smiles had been quite seriously diminished by the previous decade. Having a full-on smile exchange at the bakery made me realize how different those smiles had become. I had not been thanked for a smile in some time. Something shifted back into place recently something that allowed me to smile the way I used to, with all the shine behind it. I suspect that the catalyst for this was, weirdly, my college reunion. In college, I was a pretty sunny kid. I strained against my super hip, uber cool campus because I wanted to be around other sunny people and have some fun. Fun wasn't really on the menu much where I went to school, but I found ways to make fun and I was pretty confident that I could do anything I put my mind to especially if I smiled while I did it. But life can kick a person around, particularly, particularly a person who chooses to go into the arts, maybe especially if one goes into the arts in New York City. But it wasn't New York City that kicked the smiling out of me. It was graduate school in sunny California. Graduate school displaced my worldview, maimed my inner optimist, and generally left me sadder and maybe wiser? I was on fire in my undergrad years. Even when I was unhappy and struggling, I burned with optimism and ambition. Graduate school was like a big bucket of cold water. I suspect that by returning to the place where I once felt unstoppable, I reignited my inner fire, which allowed me to smile again, which made everything better. The way that guy's smile made me feel better, and the way my smile made his day better. It's like I got some magic back. Like I remembered what it felt like to burn bright. So that is the good news, the upside, the upswing, <laughs> the return of optimism. Um, so I thought I'd play you actually um, a song from the other end of that spectrum, just in case that's just too sunny for you. Um, 
I, I, I thought I'd put on this here podcast um, a song that I'm pretty sure I really didn't play for more than one person. I think only, I think one person heard it. If that, if that could be two. It's either, there's only two people I, I probably would have played it for. Anyway, so, um, so, but I'm going to, I'm going to just throw it on here, partly because like, because it's so, now it actually feels far gone at the time. It felt too uh, present, like too hot a little bit to play for anybody. But now I feel like, oh, it's all right. You know, like I came through the other side of that. So, um, so yeah, I'm just going to throw that on here at the end of the podcast. And, um, and you can know that it turned out okay. So, <laughs> and and also, I am, I think, going to go back to my little college reunion. You can kind of go every year. Um, so some friends are going to the, like, dinner and dancing portion this weekend. So I think I'm just going to check back in because, you know, it seemed to do some good for me last time I went. So anyway, here is a song that is called Faith, comma, Grace, Faith, Grace. Um, yeah. It's not a great recording, but it, it was what was going on while I was in grad school. <laughs> Enjoy. I had mountains of faith, so much I could give it away to. It was this mystical cup The more I spilled it The more it filled up But somehow I lost it Or somebody tossed it It's just nowhere to be
I reversed it all somehow. 